hi, it's me again, your good friend Cody. Uh, before <laughs> before we start this episode, I just want to say that we have merch. They're on mugs. They're on little stickers and postcards, coasters. They're like super adorable, and I'm obsessed with them. Um, so if you want them, you should get them. But also Redbubble, which is the site that they're on, are doing like a big sale till Monday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, this is probably your last chance to get it like super cheap. So if you want to get some stuff for the holidays with our smug little faces on it, now's your chance. So great. Uh, the link is in the description of this. It's also on our Twitter so you can see photos of what they look like. They're really cute. Okay. Goodbye. Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. of recording this for the past three years and have no foreseeable point of stopping so (laughs) (laughs) yeah despite many requests for us to please god please stop so (laughs) nevertheless we yes against our own (laughs) well-being against the well-being of others yeah and I think that's brave. I think that's brave and admirable. I think that's our version of self-care or self-destruction. Who's to say? You know, I get them mixed up all the time. Yeah. Tomato, yeah. tomato. Anyway, welcome to Into the Twilight, baby. <laughs> Woo! Welcome to Into the Self-Destruction pod. You know what I mean? <laughs> Allie, would you like to introduce our lovely guest? I am so pleased to say that a Twitter meet cute has happened folks (laughs) that it's finally happened all of your slash fix they're coming alive i the the sparks are flying that we have once again returned to only having well new york city ish based (laughs) guests right (laughs) yeah um that we have had only the most important Twilight origin story based folks. <laughs> and I'm so glad yeah. that I, we just stumbled into seeing this story. We have a fantastic guest in the space today. I'm so pleased to introduce. I don't know why I cannot stop talking right now. <laughs> Extending the bit so long that it's honestly quite just like the drunkest of ants at a wedding right now. Um, (laughs) Miss Ariel Jane, welcome to the space. Hi, I am so glad to have you here. You know, we're in Sagittarius season now, but please keep talking, stroking that Scorpio ego. (laughs) I'll I'll eat it up. Thank you. Yes, it's it's all I can do, you know, it's all I can do. Um, as Alias first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, as is obligatory on the podcast, I must ask you, how are you doing today? Uh, after the two naps that I have had today, I am ready to bounce off the walls. I am hyped and ready. Yes. Dude. Yeah, that's a vibe. That is a vibe for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. 
Yeah, that is, I mean, honestly, that does speak to SAG season, I would say. Mm. I do have a Sagittarius rising. Oh, so does that does that count for anything? It does. <laughs> it does. It speaks for a lot, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I probably would have been able to tell from the red hair as like, hi, I'm the mm, fire sure. sign. Um, but yes, yes, it does. Technically a water sign with my son, but almost everything else in my chart is fire, which apparently, quote unquote, explains a lot. It does. <laughs> yeah. What's your moon? Uh, Leo. Yeah. So you've got a lot of fire in you. A lot's going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think... The most important takeaway is that I want attention. Like on all on all, all levels. levels. Everything just sure. leads together that I just um, want attention. And all levels, including physical. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That um Cody, how the fuck are you doing? I'm doing good. Um I'm my thoughts are consumed by so many things at this current moment. A lot of them being baby Yoda for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> just thinking about that. Just thinking about baby Yoda, but mostly what I've been thinking about and I've tweeted about it uh, the other day is a little movie called Vamps. I don't know if y'all heard yes. <laughs> about this trash fire. But it's from 2012. I stumbled into it so accidentally, and then I, it took me by my fucking jugular and <laughs> wouldn't let me go. <laughs> it's a Sex in the City-style vampire movie starring Kristen Ritter and um, fucking Alicia Silverstone from Clueless. And also Sigourney Weaver, and also a fuck ton of other people, and it's the worst thing I've ever experienced. But I, I now I think that movie is my brand. I think I just have to tell preach the gospel of this film to, to anyone who will listen, and even those who won't. Sure, I would almost venture to say that I think you found your calling, actually. <laughs> I think I have to leave because I have a, a new passion project. Did you find your just... calling or did it find you? <clears throat> I think it's a twisted cocktail of both. Um, <laughs> but now I think I do. I am the president of the Vamps Oscar campaign and all oh of the God. award circuit situation that's going mm-hmm. on a little bit later, maybe. Uh, this movie also made like $3,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And I just can't stop thinking about it. We, like, I will for sure make Allie do a bonus episode on this movie. I expect So I could talk about it for longer than the runtime of this Sure. <laughs> it haunts my waking moments. Yeah, that, I expected that, um, after we yeah. finished watching Vampire Suck in this household, uh, not yesterday, <laughs> but on Sunday... I looked over at Chris and I was yeah. like, hey, do you want to... I heard Cody said that this was good. Um, my boyfriend Chris looked at me and just, like, straight up almost snapped our remote in half and was like, I can't, like... <laughs> <laughs> you pushed this relationship, like, too far. This is a hard limit. And I was like, all right, that's fair, actually. Uh, I'll just watch this yeah. on my own time. Speaking of a hard limit, I have a... This is a famous corner in our space. Um, I have a middle school corner to bring back today. Hell yeah, you did. I, so I had two very important things happen in my classroom today, both of which are personal nightmares of mine come to fruition. <laughs> one is one of my students told me straight up to my face today that he didn't know who Harry Styles was. 
<gasps> and the disrespect. <laughs> the dishonor. Like, in come into my classroom and not know who Harry Styles is. And I was like, Jeremy, he was just on SNL. And then Jeremy was like, I don't watch TV. And I was like, well, fair. But... <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's better than all of us. <laughs> like, the disrespect. And I straight up was like, I, he caught me so off guard that I was like, my son? And my students were like, what the fuck, Ms. Johnson, what are you doing? Um, and then my, I had an actual nightmare come happen in class today. So, like, I'm bi. I don't, I can't do math. Right? And so, and it's like, my kids torture me with it all the time. And it's like, I'm also have like brain problems. Right. And so it's like, I have like a whisper of dyslexia and I try to remind them of that. Like I have just like a cough of it. So I was trying to remind them. I was like, okay, I wanted to tell them like, you have like 25 minutes to do this work, but we have a digital clock, which, and I can't, if it's not on like a 15 or a zero, I don't know how much time is left. I don't know. I can't count. (laughs) Like, just because I'm attracted to count from Sesame Street doesn't mean that, like, I know how to do math. Jesus. I'm just being honest. And so I was, like, straight up trying to use my fingers to count. And my kids were, like, yelling numbers at me, which is, like, a straight up nightmare, right? And so I was, like, oh, my God, I can't do this. And so finally I was just, like, okay, you have probably, like, 20 minutes to work. Please leave. Uh, (laughs) But it was just, like, you have – some people have those dreams of, like, standing up in front of a class, like, presenting when they don't know they have a speech and they're, like, in their underwear. Mine is, like, in front of people trying to count and people are just, like, yelling numbers. And it's, like, I can't. My brain is too overstimulated. And that's what these little turds were doing to me today. And I was, like, I can't. This is awful. Anyways, don't teach 12-year-olds. They're annoying. If you take anything away from this podcast, don't teach twelve year olds. <laughs> don't be <able> to <laughs> just don't teach twelve year olds. Don't do uh, it. They don't do it. get power from your pain, so that is their life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of being twelve years old, um, one of the <laughs> one of the most important things that we ask our guests is to come prepared with your backstory about how you got introduced to Twilight. So, are you ready to share with us your Twilight backstory? Never been more ready. Okay. The floor is <laughs> your yours. time to shine. I think it's important to state that I am the product of what should be its own novel series. Since my parents met through a chat room for Vampire the Masquerade, which they did the tabletop version way back in the mid-90s. Oh my god. Like, I am born and bred on vampire stuff. What? I already need to, like, take notes. This I, is so <laughs> important to me. There's so much happening right now. I, I could not get rid of vampires in my life if I tried, and I have tried. Do you... Whoa. I think... Do you want this podcast? Like, do you want to take over? <laughs> do you need to be doing this instead of us? Yeah, I think this is your birthright. I think it's mine now. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fine. I think. No, it's fair. No, you you earned it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love that when I'm looking up Vampire the Masquerade right now, the genre is called personal horror. <laughs> you know what? Not too far off. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. There's a photo somewhere that I tried so hard to find of both of my parents in 
vampire capes in the mid 90s oh my god and i wish i could have graced you all with it it's buried in a scrapbook somewhere i tried oh my god. <laughs> but it exists just know that it exists wow wow this sounds like some Anne rice like Sherilyn kenyon stuff <laughs> and i need to know all this stuff tell me more yes well being being born i think it I'm not convinced that I'm not a vampire. Like, that has to be bred into <laughs> me somewhere. But having having that in my blood, in my bloodline, sure. falling into right. the Twilight stuff was inevitable. Sure. Really. But I would like it to be known that my mother did not want me watching Twilight when it first came out. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if she was surrounded by a bunch of middle-aged moms who were like, it's from the devil. But I watched Twilight first and I got her into it. So I'm claiming responsibility for that one, which I'm not sure is a good or a bad thing quite yet. Okay, fair. I like the idea that she was, like, so into real vampires that she was like, (laughs) no, you can't watch this trash. This is a mockery. I'm gonna LARP with this dude I've never actually talked to, but uh, Sparkles, mm mm-mm. We draw the line at Sparkling. Can't can't be having that. Have some respect. This is I fell into Twilight, like, my friends were... I did not want to be, it's like, you're a teenager. You don't want to be listening to everything else everyone else is listening to. You're like, nah, especially the emo groups. Like, nah, I'm too cool for that. Right. But inescapable. Like, I don't understand how anyone survived the 2010s. Fair. Without (laughs) this being a part of their life in one way or another. Anyone who says they haven't is a liar. (laughs) That's fair. No, I agree. I, I'm convinced that everyone has a, a Twilight story to some degree. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. My family, or I should say, I'm not going to loop the rest of my family into this. It's my mother. <laughs> Took what should have been a normal, like, oh, Twilight's fun. We went to every midnight premiere of Twilight with my Hell three-year-old yeah. tiny brother in tow at the time. There's 10 years between my brother and I, so we have this literal baby in the theater. Okay. <laughs> we watched a Bella and Edward group propose to each other. Like, it was a thing. Oh, Whoa. my God. But that should have been the end of it. Like, we should have been like, cool. <laughs> Breaking Dawn 2. It's out. We're done. We appreciate it for a year. It's over. No. When I tell you, if you go downstairs right now and open up our DVD player, the Twilight movie is in it. Oh, my God. That is such a serve. That's so powerful. <laughs> wow. My my mother works <laughs> entirely freelance, so she does whatever she wants at her own hours. She plays this in the background on repeat, and she has for the last 10 years. Oh my god. So, so is, is Allie your mom? Is that what we're finding? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that... Am I, I was joking at the beginning when we were first started talking, but, like, am I your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if I fucking just came up to, <laughs> came up to Seattle, it was like, what the fuck, I was up, Allie, and just went to her DVD player, for sure, there would be Twilight in there. I would not be surprised even a yep. little bit. Yep. <laughs> Can confirm. There is a... There is a Carlisle Cullen uh, Barbie doll in this household. There is a custom yes. printed photo that my grandmother photoshopped together of pictures of Peter Facinelli oh into God. a photo frame that sits on my mother's desk. Oh. <laughs> there is a four foot by six foot poster of Carlisle Cullen's head in her bedroom closet. We've reached a level where I could not be making this up if I tried. No, I, I completely right. believe I, yeah. you is the thing. 
<laughs> so like what is what is Christmas like for y'all? Do you just like all lean into the bit and give her very niche Twilight things? Like is that her Amazon wish list currently has a Bella, Edward, and Jacob uh like Hallmark ornament on it. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> she has an Esme doll on the list. Like <laughs> her Amazon wish list is Twilight and Cats. That's it. That's oh it. Oh my god. How does, I don't even want to talk about the movie or the current event. No, I just want to, let's just do this for 45 minutes. What should have happened is that I should have brought my mom on with me. (laughs) This is the best thing that's ever happened to us collectively. No, I I wholeheartedly (laughs) agree. This is so fascinating. So I think the thing that's interesting to me is like, so you have like fundamentally changed and like shaped your mom's current personality and interests (laughs) absolutely whoa the scorpio impact (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow it's powerful it is it is all thanks to my influence that she got a kiss on her hand from peter fascinelli on her birthday no stop 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 (laughs) stop you, you can't bury the these landmines <laughs> as if they're nothing. You're just like, oh, here's, here's the craziest shit you'll ever hear. Oh, we got a giant fucking poster of Carlisle's head in the living room. Like, what? No big. That's just how everyone lives their lives. What is happening? What do you mean you don't have that poster? Oh, my god. I mean. Get on, get on our level. I mean, my apartment's only so big. You know what I mean? Like... can i share the story of how we got this poster though okay well please because like fuck vampire (laughs) stuff like i don't care anymore (laughs) we will get to you but i want to talk about your mom the three the three-day twilight convention that we went to in nashville tennessee okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right let's gonna throw that out there Literally we went, the best way to start any story, I think. That's it. We went That's to a, a breakfast with the actors. None of them were A-list actors. It like like Mike was there. Fuck uh Mike. Bronson Pelletier, who's in the in the wolf pack. Like they were none of the A-listers, but we had breakfast with the actors and there was a silent auction afterwards. This poster came up and they started the bidding at $20. My mother's hand flew up in the air. She <laughs> shouted a hundred dollars. And the auctioneer stopped like Anybody else? No one else wanted this poster. Oh my god. <laughs> that is a defining moment of my childhood. It is burned into my brain. As it should be. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I just had sex. Like, I, I'm like leaned back and I can't lift my head up. Like, this is. Yeah. Uh, I need a fucking cigarette right now. Are you kidding me? This is like... Oh my god. Yeah, this is... Unbelievable. I'm What a gift. Thank you. Just just what a treat. Thank you for, one, making... For being so brave as to share this (laughs) with your mom. Right? Yeah. But also for being so brave as to share this with us because Jesus Christ, you know, it's very vulnerable. What you just, (laughs) I feel closer. Believe me. I tried to bury it. I have given up. The world may as well know. (laughs) 
And and it does. I mean, I feel like the, if there was ever a safe space, one, it's definitely not Twitter. You've come to the safest one. You know? Um, but this is definitely the space where I feel like a lot of people will relate. Um, so yeah. it, I feel like it's safe to assume then that her, your mom's favorite character is Carlisle, yes? It's, it sure is. Okay, and, Hell and yeah. what about you? How did the Twilight Saga impact you specifically? Because I could talk about your mom for forever, but I want to know about, <laughs> <laughs> I want to, we'll do that off yes. mic. <laughs> I think Twilight was a real uh, bi-pansexual awakening for me of realizing that I was in love with everyone. Sure. (laughs) Like, it didn't matter who they were. (laughs) And watching vampires suck just reinforced that it has nothing to do with the actual actors. It's just the characters. Like, I'm still in love with them. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I I would have, probably still would, but at least back then definitely would have sold my soul to get Alice to cuddle with me. Fair. Oh, yeah. That's completely understandable. I tried so hard to get that haircut. It was not happening. <laughs> I wanted it so yeah. bad. It's a bold, it's a bold move for sure. It's a lot of styling involved. It's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that can pull it off. I am aggressively not one. Um, it, for me, it would have looked <laughs> sure. like the bowl cut from Charlie's Angels. So mm. <laughs> not yeah. a look. Yeah. A choice, but... <laughs> right. But not the one that would have gotten my Jasper. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't even want to... I don't even care about vampire suck anymore. That was just a ploy to get you here. <laughs> I, like, fuck it. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I don't even... Fuck it. God. <laughs> All right. Listen, vampire, vampire suck is a masterpiece podcast. that deserves its own screen time. <sighs> I just want to know more about what a three-day convention in Nashville, Tennessee in the early 2010s even was. Like, it was at the Gaylord Opryland, first of all, oh my which God. is like one of the biggest indoor resort hotels, but it's not like a fun resort. Like it's an old people <laughs> resort. So there is a fake like Venice canal that you can take this little like canoe on. And a lot of oh indoor God. gardens, which are very pretty, but wow. <laughs> when I hear resort, I'm picturing water slides. There were no water slides involved. Sure. Oh, my God. But there is a video clip somewhere that I tried so hard to hunt down. My YouTube recommended feed is ruined for months trying to find this video. <laughs> I know that it exists somewhere that someone recorded. I asked Bronson Pelletier a question on one of the panels that he was on, and he very, oh like, seductively responded he's like "Ooh, ariel that's a lovely name and i i should <laughs> note that we're not we're not gonna judge bronson here for the fact that i was 12 he didn't know that he, someone Sorry. else read off the question it's fine we're not gonna <laughs> but 12 year old <laughs> me held on to that for several oh, years of, of course oh, you did yeah. for of sure. course you did wow. yeah i wow yeah i feel like if anyone from that cast said my name and then was like beautiful name I'd have been like um okay that's all I've ever cared about so I guess I'll just die tomorrow yeah. then. <laughs> I've peaked. nothing else yeah okay um so we should we've got a couple of current events here and we've got some dad news this week we've got a couple of dad 
It's a big week for dads. We've got sure. a couple of dad things here. It's from Film News. It's a UK website. I don't know. Casey was just happy about her dad. Yeah. His, he's just so proud of her. Yeah. And that's it is. sweet. It's very pure. We don't hear a lot about old John Stewart, which is just a, that's just such a goddamn dad name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I love it so much. Um, but Case is just talking about how he's pretty awesome. And apparently he gushes about her a lot. And he's just loving that she's living her dreams. Just some wholesome, pure Just news. some good old goddamn Welcome. content. Which we don't get a lot in this space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is nice. Now we get to the, I would argue, the grossest website this week. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just so many freaking ads. E online, how you doing? Do you need <laughs> help? Cuz I am listen. <sighs> media's in shambles. <laughs> Advertising <laughs> revenue is rough, fellas. I we're dying, and I get it. I I sympathize. All right, Cody, do you want to talk about this E online piece since it's fashion corner? Yeah, since you are physically unable to <laughs> look at the website. <laughs> Um, so this is a, this, this whole year has been like a 10 year retrospective of Twilight in general. Um, but this one is the premiere of New Moon, which we talked about a little bit last week, but this has all the fun red carpet photos of all your faves and it's so wholesome. It's so, and also goddamn so just humbling to look at. (laughs) Case who's got her Joan Jet mullet and it's great. And there's, like, photo books that people are signing. And Stephanie Meyer's in a very great dress, which I'm super into. I want to talk about Stephanie Meyer for a second. Because it's not often... Always. (laughs) It's not often that we get to talk about how Stephanie Meyer's stylist does her dirty so often. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. For sure. And I, I feel like it's Stephanie specifically who's like, no, I want the long necklaces. And Stephanie's stylist is like, I don't know, Steph. I feel like you do the the bold lip and the necklace each time. We want to make sure that they're able to differentiate your photos. And she's like, long necklace. And she's only able to talk in like two syllables each time. I don't know. Yeah, there is definitely a long necklace and a bold lip in this photo. But the dress is good. The silhouette's good. The silhouette's good, and there's some, like, medieval vibes going on. Always with her. <laughs> you know, which I'm a fan of. Um, it's It looks like if there, there's not a cape on it, but there very well could be, I, which I think is an asset. I feel like someone's <laughs> definitely holding her cape off, off photo for her. Right. <laughs> so when she gets chilly. I feel chilly like she definitely has the souls of her enemies in that tiny little clutch. Oh, yes. Like, right. there's something powerful in that clutch. Oh, it just reminds me of those fo- those photos that just came out of Lizzo with her tiny purse yes. <laughs> like on the red carpet. That's that same energy. She's just constantly smizing. And it... Yeah. I just want to know, like, what's behind those hazel eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, what secrets? Ma'am. <laughs> what, what is she holding? Um, if we can look one below... 
at the kind of power yeah. that is exuding from Elizabeth Reeser, please and thank you. That would be great. Yeah, it is. It's like, ma'am. It's a palpable <laughs> energy. Yeah. Every time I think I find the, the woman in the Twilight franchise that I'm most in love with, I'm proven wrong. <laughs> yep, same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then just below that, and hi, welcome to Fashion Police today. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nikki Reed got lost because this is, <laughs> this is a choice. Yeah. Uh, it looks a little like Nickelodeon, I would say, for this. It looks like she was Disney bounding 40 minutes prior and was like, fuck, I have another thing I gotta do. Exactly. <laughs> and was just abducted by her agent. I agree. Um, but these are, these are nice throwbacks. They're interesting choices. I love to see in the back that people are holding digital cameras. Um, that makes me happy. Right. They're so chunky. I love They it. are. Yeah. Oh, take me back. <laughs> Please don't. Just for the cameras. That's for Please so don't take me back. Um, all right. We've got a couple more things here. The, we've got, oh, my, arguably, I would say one of my favorite pieces of news from the week, um, which Cody, you were the one that put this on our Twitter this week, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is some Robert old news coinciding with some current news about Batman um, and what is this, what is this green screen footage that you brought to the space this week? Uh, well, this was actually brought to our attention by friend of the pod, Ezra. Thank you. Uh, who tagged us on Twitter. Thank you, Ezra. Um, but basically it's <laughs> Robert and the gang doing their good fight scene in Breaking Down Part 2? Yes. Question mark? Yeah. Um, in the green screen, and they're, he's doing a fun, cool stunt. <laughs> <laughs> or does a somersault, but he whiffs it real bad, folks. <laughs> this, this man, this is adult man. He looks, struggles very, quite hard to do a somersault. He looks like a potato bug. Right, yeah, he for sure is a roly-poly yep. action doing that. But you can tell that he's like, no, I don't want the stuntman to do it. I want to do it. I'm going to do it, and I'm just going to look so cool, and I got it. Don't even worry. And then he whips it. It's so good. (laughs) And it's really good. It's really good. One of my favorite things about this, right, is we we know for sure Case do down to clown forever, right? She's always like, let me do the craziest, wackiest shit. Like, I want to throw myself on the ground. I want to get bruises. Like, let me do this. <laughs> like, it's to the point where they're always like, Kristen, like, your insurance policies are so hefty. Please don't get a bruise because we will get sued. She's like, aw. And so we see this and she's like, yes, of course I can do a somersault. I'm not a plebe. Whereas <laughs> Robert, we know, was forced to train. And he's like, eh, nah. And so when it comes to time for him to do a somersault, he's just like, I don't. No, <laughs> please, no, I can't do this. And so I just love seeing the difference between them here. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Chef's kiss. It's very chef's kiss. Also, I just love in the background that yeah. we just see the other people just like running full speed ahead behind them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very good. Um, yeah, it's, it's a mood for sure. Um, and I love that this has been going on 
alongside all the commentary about him training for Batman. Um, Because I know I've seen this kind of floating around with people being like, "Um, sorry, that's the guy that's supposed to be training for Batman. He can't even do a freaking somersault. And it's like, you think that Batman's going to do somersaults? That's funny. (laughs) Uh, I just love the idea that they're going to be like, I don't know, he's just going to be somersaulting around his little cave. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> but I'm really enjoying the mental image of somersaulting being Batman's primary form of transport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Fuck the Batmobile. Fuck all the motorcycles. I'm just gonna zoom with my own body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just him on a hoverboard, just like zooming. Yeah, I have billions of dollars and could have any fancy mode of transportation I want. But I'm just gonna fucking use my own <laughs> force. I'm just gonna torpedo down. But he zoom. <laughs> yeah, let him zoom. Let Robert Pattinson zoom. You know, that's that's equality, folks. I don't know what to tell you. Listen, I think we could solve all the bad things going on in Gotham if we just like had some comic relief and watching the most powerful billionaire in the city just zoom down the street sometimes. <laughs> I think that would alleviate a lot of the issues. Or counter Batman in Baby Yoda's carriage. <laughs> okay. Now we're getting some. Watch him zoom, you know what I mean? <laughs> And then all the properties will eat each other until there's no media left. (laughs) (laughs) It will be over. Yes. Watch that Monopoly crumble. Okay. Last thing um, is our dads uh, had some birthdays this week. So. Hell yeah. Congrats to. (laughs) Congrats. (laughs) Congrats to our dads. You did it. (laughs) You did another one. Um, Congrats to. I don't. I mean, is it fair to say that this is your dad, Ariel Peter Facinelli? Is this is that your dad? Your legal dad. Your is that your legal father? You know what? He's he's a beautiful man. I'll take okay. it. Okay, I'll allow yeah. it. You're right. You know, you know, families all look different. You can have several dads. I don't. So <laughs> that's okay. Um, and then I, my. My dad, for sure, Billy Burke, for yeah. sure, um, that rugged, handsome dad of a man, Billy Burke. I don't know what being horny on me. I couldn't stop. You can't be horny on me. This I this whole podcast is being horny on me. I don't know what to tell you folks at this point. I don't know what to say. Yeah, come on, get with it. Okay, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> okay, so we, I don't I. I needed to remind myself, but the main reason why we asked Ariel to be on here was to talk about Vampire Suck. Uh, <laughs> and we filibustered long enough. Yes. Um, that's our whole show, folks. Um, the, the 2010 film, the cinema, Vampire Suck, um, where we do yeah. have a question. We can probably dive into it in a couple of minutes. Um, mm. I... Did did either of you watch this when this came out? I watched it in theaters. In I did too. <laughs> okay, I think I did as well because I distinctly know I watched this, but I cannot tell yeah. when because I definitely don't. I don't know how, but I know that I had seen this before. So, yeah. 
Ariel, you are our guest. Would you like to recount your first time watching this? What was your first time like? Let's just share. <laughs> <laughs> I think the important takeaway is that I, I'm pretty sure I blocked it out. Good. Like, I know it yeah, happened. Same. But yeah. watching, re-watching the movie, none of that registered except for the chihuahua. Fair. Jacob being a chihuahua, <laughs> I remember. Everything else, gone. Good. That's fair. It's valid. Yeah. yeah. I did see this with my um my 60 something year old at the time grandmother. Sure. So that may have been why. Sure. Yeah. I I choose to believe that I was not paying attention and being a cool 12 year old who doesn't understand what sex jokes are. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Go did you block it out too. M- most of it, yeah. But it did come <laughs> crashing back revisiting it today. That's but fair. I did viscerally remember like the Cheetos bit. Mm. Like that was really the only thing that like <laughs> and also the I'll cut you yeah. bit, which is, like, the best part of the whole fucking movie. That shit is so good. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's powerful, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's really Jessica's essence. It is, that's for sure. They do have some strong characterizations, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, honest to God, I don't remember how I watched this. I just know that I did. We rewatched it here on Sunday and watched the unrated mm-hmm. version um, and I can't, t- I don't know why it was unrated. There was no, like, peen or anything in it. <laughs> like, I don't know what it, what the difference was, so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. So, um, I, yeah, I guess we can just get into it. I don't know what your takeaways were other than it, uh, for me stood out as a true 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be maybe a little bit funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't want this to us just be shitting on this, like, for no reason. But it's definitely not good. No. For sure. Um, but there were parts of it that was like, I don't know. I think the, the actress who plays Bella does it so good. So good. I think she's very funny at playing the, like, the parody version of Bella, where it's just, like, she runs her hands through her hair all the time, and she's biting her lip anytime she's in frame, and she's just, like, not making eye contact with anyone. Like, her mannerisms are perfect. It's very it good. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, there's so many, like, dated 2010 references like the Jersey Shore being another Ugh. family, <laughs> Lady Gaga being just there. Edward's weird girlfriend, yeah. just partying like all of the fame. Like there's so, it's bananas. It's very much a prod, like a time capsule of that one year and that alone. For sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, I the the references. So one, I didn't realize until I was looking this up today that this these are the same people that made scary movie yeah which wow uh first of all because like (laughs) the first scary movie kind of fucks but then they like oh yeah they kept making stuff which uh, why uh is my question um for the for them and also for the world like why did they do that (laughs) um and so that I saw like on their on their Wikipedia that they continued as recently as like a couple years ago continued to make things. And so yeah, can you believe I don't know how it? I feel about that? <laughs> and so at what point do you not get the hint of like one who is still giving you money, and also who? 
that wouldn't work for anyone else other than the fact that these are men of just like here's another 20 million dollars boys have fun uh (laughs) you're just taking other people's you know intellectual property um i want to be in the room when they pitch these right or do they not pitch them they just wing it yeah there's no plan going into it they just see what happens because i saw like a couple years ago they did one for the hunger games and it's like what where did that go where did because that didn't have a theatrical release so where did it go where are you where are you showing these i don't understand lost into the void for real (laughs) never to be seen again yeah i agree though that the some of these references are wild the fact that um jennifer i guess but jessica is like dating a dear john character it's like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) um it's like I think you overestimated the cultural longevity of Dear of John. Dear John. <laughs> what the hell? Um, how is this what you banked all of your cultural points into, Dear John? Right. That's, that's and it. And that they're like reading vampire diaries and bio. It's like, what is happening? But then, I don't know. Yeah. I felt like there was some stuff that, for me, because I'm so deep into Twilight, I found kind of funny. So, like, when. Yeah. When Becca, fuck off. Like, I'm going to just call you Bella. Like, (laughs) eat shit. Like, when Bella comes to the house in Fork, she's carrying that huge-ass cacti. Like, that was funny. (laughs) Like, like there was some... I've never related to anything more. Like, that was, that was, like, pretty good. It was just, like, but then there was some stuff where it's, like, all right, I don't know. Um... There's some stuff where it's just like it doesn't hit, so I don't know. I couldn't some even laugh. Good things. Edward's disco ball dick. <laughs> that was very good. That shit is so fucking good. There's absolutely some sort of disco disco stick joke to be made there. Absolutely. But I was too tired to make up. Oh, and they had Lady Gaga right absolutely. there. These fools. We already made a better movie. <laughs> For sure. Um, how did you feel about the like fake unlicensed music that they used because they had some rips there that were like pretty close but the muse supermassive black hole was the real version and i just love having the knowledge that muse signed off on this being in vampires suck yeah like Like, you know what it worked the first time so maybe (laughs) it was so much that I could not handle. Oh my god. I could not. The soundtrack that they used. Because there was stuff that they were like trying to play off for Carter Burwell's stuff. And it was like, whoa. These are not <laughs> these are not the same. So, oh god. It was a lot. My primary note for this movie is in all capital letters of uh, when Charlie is carrying Bella because he still treats her like a baby and this giant baby carrier of, I can't even laugh about this. Uh, Where do I get one and where do I find somebody to carry me around in it? (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. It's not a joke. It's just a wish. Just a desire of mine. (laughs) It's just my dream. (laughs) My dream. That's fair. Yeah. It was really funny, too, that, like, this... I don't know. The movie, I feel like, makes the most sense if it is just, like, a shot-by-shot parody of the first Twilight. Mm. Because, like, it spends the first hour doing that, right? 
And then it's just Jack, like, Jack ends the last 30 minutes to be like, oh, also let's do all the other movies and just really zip through them. And it's, the pacing is, like, ridiculous. <laughs> it is so unsettling because you're like, here's a movie. And then you're like, oh, here's 4,000 movies. Right. We have 10 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Buckle up. Right. I also found... And also, Alice doesn't fucking show up to, like, the end. It's like, what is happening? Yeah, the fact that they tried to combine Twilight and New Moon in this felt very weird to me. It was... It made it... Yeah. It felt very confusing. Especially because they, like, tried to, like, skip over the main conflict in in Twilight. (laughs) There were some odd plot adjustments. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It felt very weird. Uh, and just hard to follow at times. And also adding in, like, the sef- the self-referential, like, oh my god, they made a movie about this. Right. <laughs> Isn't that so weird? Yeah. I did not. So I did much. not. Did not like it. No. Um, this may be derailing, but I had a very important revelation at 3 a.m. when I watched this movie. Go on. <laughs> is, is the Twilight series and Jacob being a werewolf the reason we have so many furries now. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. How many people do you I think feel like have... I feel like this started something for somebody. A lot of somebodies. That's fair. I I I assume that the furry tradition goes has a long and storied history, and I don't want to shit on that. There will be but no I disrespecting think... furry lore in right, this household. We're not gonna that's do you chase your bliss. <laughs> but I do think that maybe this was sort of a gateway film <laughs> to younger people or people that were may- maybe thinking, hey, why not? We don't maybe kink shit here. I, I just have questions. Something I could get into. Right. Something I could think about. Yeah, I mean, fuck, we read Fifty Shades on here. We don't. Right. Who the fuck are we to judge? We are <laughs> the worst people. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I think that, that that's a cl- that there's a line there. There's a connection. Absolutely. I agree with that. I would be interested to see if there have been, like, actual papers researched on that. Because um, sure. can you imagine having to write furry in an academic paper? The dream oh, job, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of uh, weird representations of people, um... <laughs> In Twilight, it's rough, right? Especially with, like, the native stuff, the indigenous stuff. Yeah. Right? Mm. But somehow it's worse in this one. Oh, yeah, but The casino <laughs> references, I just wanted to, like, ah. Right. <laughs> it's a lot. bad. The wheelchair stuff is Did not bad. Age. Though I will say, Billy just power wheeling through the forest was everything to me. Right. That super so How sick. nice. <laughs> But, like, that, like, literally the introductory scene, like, hey, I can't use my dick because I'm paralyzed and that fucking sucks. That's my character and isn't that awful? And then Charlie's like, cool, I'll fucking beat you up in the parking lot. It's like, what is going on? I cannot believe Vampire Suck did not age well. Yeah. Yeah, the characterization there was awful. Um, Yeah. Because, ugh, first of all, gross. Um... But I, and that's the part where it's like, how many people do you think actually watch this and are like, oh yeah, that's definitely what happened and not at all a satire. Um, <laughs> but I, 
I do love that they, a part of me, I, I guess I'll say a part of me loved that they leaned into the fact that Billy and Charlie were just beating the actual shit out of each other back there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, just because it's like, what the fuck were they even doing back there in the original movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> what was happening? Guys being dudes. Yeah, know? I guess. Yeah. Um, You've seen Fight Club sometimes? People just gotta let it out. You know? <laughs> just gotta slap the shit out of each other, I guess. <laughs> just gotta punch your friend, okay? I guess. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the almost sex scene between Edward and Bella? The only takeaway that I had is that I want her light-up bra and panty set. I don't know where she got it, but I want it. It was, it was a mood, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a serve, for sure. Yeah, and the fact that it was able to survive, like, space and still light up. Mm. <laughs> they needed to advertise yeah. that more specifically. Right. I love that Bella's just a shameless kinky icon. For real. Listen, the people of Vampire Suck leaned into what Stephanie Meyer was too cowardly to do. <laughs> to actively make Bella unapologetically horny. <laughs> And that's what we needed. It's what we deserved, and it's what she really wanted, but Stephanie Meyer and Catherine Harwick would not let her They're do cowards. <laughs> to her full extent. They're so cowards. And also portraying Edward as, like, this fucking blushing virgin baby, which we've characterized him as that this whole time, and it's correct and yep. true, because we've never been yep. wrong. We're never wrong. And it's great. It's so fucking funny. Yep. I agree. We should probably talk about the fact that they... So I feel like, as you, as Cody mentioned, right, they, they did Bella's character pretty right on, like, how they cast her. But they did the Cullens dirty in how they cast yeah. them. And we should probably talk about that. Because I noticed specifically, like, Carlisle and Jasper, they did goddamn dirty. <laughs> and they did yeah. not, they looked, listen, it's not the fault of those actors. They were doing their best. <laughs> they were in a lot of wigs and makeup, but they looked bad. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. They were supposed to be like the most beautiful people in the world. <laughs> so, right, like super hot and gorgeous. I'm extra mad because I looked at their IMDb pages afterwards, and they're all naturally beautiful people. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. You had a good canvas to start with, and you ruined it. I don't know, and that's what's so annoying. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's such a crime. They did do the the OG trio of evil vampires good, though. They looked, like, exactly the they same. They did. <laughs> And super hot. Well, and one of the... The Victoria character was from John Tucker Must Die, I think. Yeah. And I was like... I looked at her and I was like, I know who you are. And then I had to do some sleuthing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why. Oh, so could we talk about Miss Jennifer, a.k.a. Jessica? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Recognizable icon. Yeah, so we did get a question, um, which was, how in the world did they get Chelsea from That's So Raven to play Jessica... Uh, for the Jennifer slash Jessica. And that was our question. I like to believe that during That's a Raven, uh, Chelsea just made fuck you money and is now just yeah. so comfortable she can do whatever she feels like. It doesn't matter anymore. That's what she deserves. I would yeah. have to imagine. She's done so much for us. <laughs> yeah. That is the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
And she's also, to pull this in another full circle moment, she, I did some more sleuthing, she was fucking in Fifty Shades Free. No, what? stop. She was Gia, the architect. She wasn't a redhead, which is why you can't fucking tell oh. who, she, who she is. Oh my god. But yeah. I, I was literally, like, looking through Vampire Suck on Letterboxd, and that was her, like, top credit, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold what on. What do you mean? Oh, my and God. Yeah. I know. I know. It's all connected. Yeah. So, patron saint of this podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, she really is just making fuck you money, which is If great, she ends up being yeah. in you, I'm gonna pass out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be named, like, Sparkles Townsend or something in you, and I'm just going to, (laughs) like, die. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, that was, like, one of the only people that I really recognized from that cast. Yeah. Uh, Doctor, I can't remember his last name, Ken is R.O. Yeah. He's, that's a great Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's fair. Um, the Zoltary, first of all. <laughs> what was that even? Yeah. They were just, like, going ham in the party. Like, the New Moon depression sequence or whatever, where it just looks at all of her books, and they just made all these fake, like, eat, pray, blood. Yes! And like, all these fucking <laughs> stupid, like, vampire-adjacent books. It, that's great. There's some fun, like, production moments that I'm like, okay, this is a little funny. Yes. But most of it's not very that which oh speaking of which so this movie came out in theaters um during the other two movies that were in theaters at the same time were the expendables which i forgot existed (laughs) as well Mm -hmm. as eat pray love and it was shockingly behind both of those and so (laughs) can you believe can you believe um and so i found it funny that they included eat pray love in there one because it made sense during the time but also because i'm imagining that the movie was coming out at the similar time too yeah Um, but yeah so it came out during that time which i forgot that that movie even existed (laughs) so wild stuff even being behind those though it it made too much money like i'm looking yeah. at this number here <laughs> 80 million dollars that's too much yeah i don't know what what the line is but i know that's too much yeah. hey folks y'all gave charlie's angels like two dollars <laughs> and this is what you gave your money to what the fuck what this ha- charlie's angels has actual kristen stewart in it please explain i know what the fuck I don't understand. I've, I've never been more upset on on the mic in my entire life. This is disrespectful. I'm furious. Yeah. Yeah. What we've learned is that people want less hot women and more giant cactuses. Apparently. Oh. Listen. That's valid. I guess. I guess. Ugh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. Uh, the last thing that I wanted to talk about, because uh, this was something that made me laugh, is when um, Jacob goes... <laughs> When Jacob goes to Bella's house and he brings her the flowers and the balloons and the one of the balloons says like they're like they all the balloons say like I love you and will you be the mother of my children and they're like please marry me and I had just never seen a balloon say mother of my children on it 
And, um, and, and then Bella just fucking like lets the balloons go into the air. It's like, have you heard of climate change, Bella? Fuck off. Um, I have a dedicated note. We only have so much helium. We can't, come on. (laughs) No, not the helium. There's a crisis. I have a dedicated note saying about that, um, that flirting with pretty girls is out and handing them balloons saying, please be the mother of my children is officially in. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Jacob White, a real trendsetter. Valentine's Day 2020. You've got plenty of time. Yep. Get your balloon situation figured out. Will not be accepting any dates from anyone who doesn't give me a please be the mother of my children balloon. Yes. And you'd be right to do so. I have standards. <laughs> you'd be right. Yeah. That was good. Um, final thoughts from the movie. I think my biggest takeaway is realizing that original Twilight does not have nearly enough dance numbers in it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Fair. I will say that the Twilight Saga doesn't have nearly enough short shorts in it. Mm. also valid yeah really just if it was if the whole movie was just that it's raining men shorts <laughs> it would have been like criterion worthy it's perfect it's the best thing that's ever happened to me that's but it was yeah 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 cody final thoughts and i really wish i didn't have to see jacob's wolf titties that was really displeasing to me <laughs> please don't ever personally. say wolf titties again <laughs> listen vampire suck made me do it so i'm sorry that probably really did something for someone you just saying that no Allie. you see you're making it worse <laughs> <laughs> we've already established this is a no kink shaming zone if you're into wolf titties that's what you're uh, into okay Fair enough. See? Eat shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so next week we are watching a movie that I have never seen before, which is Van Helsing. Um, Hell I'm yeah. very excited. I need to find that somewhere, but it exists. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Now the part I'm very excited for, which is thanking our patrons. I have a wolf titty in my eye. (laughs) Allie. (laughs) I have something in my eye. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Um, So for this week, for thanking our patrons, we have an insider article, which is 14 things everyone had in their homes in... All of you fuckers. All of you fuckers. um, In the 2010s. Every last one of you. Shout out Rachel Gray. You. Who's gonna be the Snuggie? Oh my god. Classic. I miss my Snuggie, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that I mean, I have it. That fully tracks with how you live your life. I have a heated blanket on me right now, so like that's basically the same thing. But But what if it had sleeves, you know? Fuck. Honestly. <laughs> God damn. Did you have a Snuggie? Either of you? Who are you asking me? <laughs> the room? <laughs> the world? Anyone? Is this thing other? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but my mom did, and she 
was a huge fan. Mm. I didn't, but I'm sad about it. I thought it wasn't cool at the time, and looking back, I'm really sad that I didn't lean into that. Yeah, I think we clowned on it too hard, but that shit's tight, actually. Damn. <laughs> wow. Um, shout out to Janae Jasper, beep, beep, who's going to be the we. Um, Hell yeah. A shout out to the we fit board for my body dysmorphia. Thank you very much. For real though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like passive aggressive we fit trainer? Fuck you, Thank bitch. You Come on. for telling me that I'm, I'm 12. morbidly <laughs> obese at 11 years old. <laughs> I can't handle this right now. Really appreciate it. Shout out to Kelly Beck. Who's gonna be Silly Bands. Yo! I love Silly Bands. (laughs) Are these the same ones that you can, like, throw at the wall and they stick? No. No? Question mark? Alright, well, fuck fuck y'all. Back in my day, (laughs) you can... Back in the Depression, you could throw shit at the wall and it would stick. I don't know. I mean, if you tried hard enough, sure, I guess. I think it might be physically possible. All right. Well, uh, shout out to Sophia Salinger, who's going to be my personal favorite of this list. The Live, Laugh, Love (laughs) decor. Yes. Which if you ever see in someone's home, leave immediately. Get out. You gotta go. Shout out to Aaron Salinger. Who's gonna be... Who's gonna be... Who's gonna be? Hoverboards. Ah, yeah. Love to see it. Holy shit. Okay. And shout out to Stronger and Braver than the Marines, Taylor. Don't get it twisted. Browntown Lautner. (laughs) Who's gonna be the Keurig? Ooh. Or, as they know, the K cups that go in the Keurig. Sure, yeah. Shout out to Katie Weber. Oh, I just scared my cat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's gonna be the fidget spinner. Oh, man. Truly cemented in the culture <laughs> to our cultural zeitgeist truly oh my god also can we just give a can we just give a an honorable mention to the photo that's on the selfie stick section Ooh, very of, of the guy that's just like grabbing this girl's like i don't know what is that is it like very uncomfortable with a hand placement. yeah just her lung or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Whatever that is. I really love it when a man just just gets a good grab on my kidneys. Honestly? Get you a man's who grabs your organs. (laughs) Come on. It's not love unless he grabs your ribs. You know what I mean? You know, ribs are just the purpose, like, with the part to get Uh. your fingers in there. (laughs) (laughs) They gotta, like, grab you. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a great... Now that I'm already in a gagging kind of mood, um, I think you've got us set up for your, your fan fiction. Hell yeah. I, I really hope I wasn't expected to find something good. No. So I was. Um, no. You're sorely mistaken. You're the wrong place oh, for this. you don't this. understand um, this podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of trolling through fanfiction.net, where many beautiful stories lie, I instead turn to my fanfiction. 
net site. Oh my god. This is such a gift. <laughs> Thank you. God bless. Um between between the ages of ten and twelve, I wrote twenty plus stories. Ten and twelve? None of which <laughs> I was very convinced I was going to be an author. Oh my um, god. Who let you have Take away I have not written anything since <laughs> I was just on fucking I just like go- Millsbury <laughs> and like Poly playing fucking Polly Pockets. I don't know. God damn. Listen, eleven year old Ariel was out here Twilight RPing on Omega. Oh Get on my level. Oh wow. my god. <laughs> it's just like a Pandora's so, box. We keep there just keeps is more stuff. There's so much happening all at once. I mean I I could have brought on my mother's fanfiction, which also exists. Oh my but god. I'm in, instead I chose to choose from the um plethora of, of wonderful choices. I embrace. I denied I denied the one about Emmett becoming president. <laughs> uh, also, a, a story entitled uh, Cullen Karaoke, which is literally just 8,000 words of copy and pasted song <laughs> lyrics with maybe maybe a line of dialogue in between mm-hmm. each one oh at best. God. I believe Lil Wayne made an appearance twice in that story. Oh my god. Oh my god. Instead, I, I decided to bring an excerpt from a story entitled Life's Crazy Changes, which um, just to preface this, there's a lot, a lot to digest here, a lot that could be dissected um, with young me having no concept of how age differences work. <laughs> <laughs> As the, the little the synopsis for this is, what will happen when 10-year-old Belle Swan falls in love with a vampire? What will her parents think? Well... <laughs> What will happen to their love when Bella gets a letter from Hogwarts? What if Harry Potter? <laughs> what if Harry Potter never stopped? Who must be named? Oh. So there's a lot going on here. Um, this is sixteen thousand words, here, and I appreciate it. There, there's sixteen thousand words here. Uh, Fifty-one comments from people being mostly confused, uh, which is very understandable. <laughs> Oh, this is but, all I care about. <laughs> the the excerpt I chose was after ten year old Bella. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> Renee sends her away to go live with Charlie, and after storming off after arguing with Charlie, decides to go for a walk in the woods. Let's see if I can make this through this without hyperventilating. This is the same. Uh, I would of like places. to note that I did not. I did not edit this at all. This is exactly how <laughs> word for word. It I would have been mad if you did. After walking through the woods for a few minutes, I heard a pained cry of an animal before a snap, and it was cut off. What happened to that poor animal? I decided to go find out. So I started walking in the direction of the cry, before stopping, frozen by what I saw. There in front of me was the most beautiful man I had ever seen. He had golden bronze hair and a muscular body, leaning over a deer with his mouth at its neck. When he heard me, his head snapped up to look at me. That's when it happened. As I stared into his golden eyes, a feeling spread through me that I could not understand. He was the only thing I could see, the only thing that mattered. Then I understood what that feeling was. Love. I loved this man. I didn't know who he was, but I knew I was in love with him. He threw the blood-drained deer into the woods as he (laughs) moved to stand up properly. He slowly walked towards me, and I did the same. When we were less than six inches apart, he took my hands and intertwined his fingers in mind. We stood there for several minutes, just staring into each other's eyes. 
I knew he felt the same way too. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Wow. Oh my God. Uh, I will just be- <laughs> bravo. Just. Wow. I can't believe that you were so gifted from such a <laughs> such a young age. Right. Whereas, like, 10-year-old me was writing stories like, the dog ran through the forest. <laughs> the forest was green. <laughs> there were leaves on the trees. <laughs> Damn. Damn. May I have permission to get slightly morbid in a twisted, funny way on this show? I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the brand. It should be noted that the 16th chapter of this, which is not the last chapter, but is the last chapter ever posted, was posted on the day that my father died with a note saying, this is dedicated to you, dad, because forget literally anything else that was happening. Um, I had fan fiction to post. Wow. Wow. Yeah. A true wow. artist. <laughs> A true content creator. I know things were going on, but like I was, I was dedicated to my craft. You are a content creator from the get-go. Born and bred. <laughs> from the jump. Wow. All right. Um, can you plug your shit? Where can our folks support you and give you love? You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Ariel Jane, A-R-I-E-L-L-E, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at fake Ariel Jane, because several years ago I couldn't get my actual name and thought I was real snarky and now I'm stuck with it. <laughs> though, <laughs> though Twitter is, is letting go of unactive yeah, so accounts, you, you so I may be finally getting it. Hell yeah. But there, are, there aren't too many Ariel Janes out there, so you, you should find something remotely similar. Hell yeah. I mostly, I mostly exist on Twitter at the moment, but we're taking the rest of the year to chill, and then we're getting back into YouTube, hopefully getting going into it strong in the new hey, year. Hell yeah. That sounds fantastic. Awesome. Well, it has been literally one of the most hilarious and <laughs> engaging shows. I have learned so much having you on the podcast, so thank you what a treat. for that. Thank you. Happy to get all of this off my chest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopefully, if anything, this has truly been a therapy session for me. It's been cathartic right. to share about yeah. your Twilight experiences. You're here to repent, and we're all accepting <laughs> and very grateful. Yes. Wow. Well, as we say here in the space and here in Seattle, get bit and get whipped. Woo. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as IntoTheTwilight.show. You can send us an email at IntoTheTwilightShow at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at IntoTheTwilight.BigCartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at YourGhostHost44 on Instagram. And our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at EliSourKrauss and KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ally on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone